Thanks for joining us here at AG Kolkata. We are the church for the open arms and we serve in the city of joy, Kolkata. It is our desire to reach out to those in need and to be instruments of effective change in a hurting world. If you like to learn more about us, you can simply go to www.agkolkata.org. We hope that you'll enjoy today's message. How many of us have ever faced a closed door or a locked door? There's a lock on the door. All of us have that experience. Yes. Uh, I don't know. What do we do when we see a closed door or a locked door? I don't know what people really do all around the world, but I do know what people do in India. Are you ready for this? Step one, knock on the door, even when it's locked. Step two is very important. If there's a window, look through the window. Step three, Look under the door. There must be something inside which is so important. Step four, look through the keyhole. Step five, wait. Step six, abuse. Not any of us, of course. Hopefully. Step seven, even when it's locked, bang on the door hoping it will break down. I'm reminded of a couple of years ago when I was attending a conference in Hyderabad. I was sharing a room with another pastor. He had stepped out for the evening and he said he would come back close to 10. Um, I said I would be going off to sleep as I had a long day, uh, but would open the door for him when he comes. Well, the next morning I woke up at 6 a.m. And I noticed my roommate was already in the room. Uh, he politely explained to me he had a difficult time getting into the room. He knocked on the door, no response. He rang the bell, no response. He called my mobile phone, no response. He went to the hotel reception, dialed my room on the landline, no response. Finally, along with the hotel personnel, he used the emergency card and entered the room. Well, just to let you know, don't be my roommate. It's quite, quite dangerous. People end up doing really crazy things when doors are closed. Even in life, when doors are closed for opportunities, especially doors we want to be opened, we end up doing crazy things. Closed doors of a new job you have been praying for. Closed doors of a new house you are looking forward to. Uh, closed doors of college admissions for college students. Closed door of a life partner for some of you. Closed door of maybe praying for a baby. Closed doors of financial provision. And every Sunday at these altars, we as pastors have this great privilege of standing with you in prayer for your closed door moments. What do you do when doors don't open? When you experience closed doors. I want you to turn your Bible with me to Acts chapter 16, verse 6 to 10. Acts chapter 16, verse 6 to 10. Let's read this passage together. Next, Paul and Silas traveled through the area of Phrygia and Galatia. 
because the Holy Spirit had prevented them from preaching the word in the province of Asia at that time. Then coming to the borders of Mysia, they headed north for the province of Bithynia. But again, the spirit of Jesus did not allow them to go there. So instead, they went on through Mysia to the seaport of Troas. That night, Paul had a vision. A man from Macedonia in northern Greece was standing there pleading with him. Let's read that together. Come over to Macedonia and help us. So we desire to leave for Macedonia at once. Having concluded that God was calling us to preach the good news there. When doors don't open, God has a greater purpose. You tell that to your neighbor. When doors don't open, God has a greater purpose. To go to the heart of this passage, it's important we understand the geography of what's happening here. There are several places mentioned here. Phrygia, Galatia, Asia, Mysia, Bithynia, Troas, Macedonia and Northern Greece. Now fully aware that many of us here are not good in biblical geography, just like me. Uh, I want you to watch the short video which gives you an idea of what we are talking about. So I want you to watch this video. Paul leaves Barnabas and goes on his missionary journey with Silas and a young man named Timothy. The idea for their second missionary journey is basically the same as the first. They will revisit the churches planted on their first trip, only this time by land, so that they can go farther west to Bithynia. They leave Antioch and revisit their churches in Asia Minor, Lystra, Iconium, Antioch II, and attempt to go into Bithynia. But by some divine and loving force, they are driven to Troas instead. And while asleep in their camp in Troas, Paul suddenly finds himself awake on the shores of the port city, and he sees a man on the opposite shore in Macedonia calling to him. Paul concludes that this must be a message from the Spirit of God. The next day, the motley crew of revolutionaries set sail for Neapolis, a port city in the northern corner of Greece. Here, their friend and author Luke joins as he's collecting information for a new book he's writing. They walk the half-day's journey north from Neapolis to Philippi. Paul and Silas experienced closed doors at least twice before God opened doors for them to go to Macedonia. However, the closed doors in this passage for Paul and Silas had nothing to do with college admissions or a new job or salary hike or promotion. It's all about following God's mission for your life. Friends, this morning we can go wherever we want and become all that we want and become famous. But going where God wants you to go changes the world around you and makes God famous. This passage is talking about being exactly where God wants you to be. One of my favorite authors is John Ortberg. And he presents this term called shadow mission. What is a shadow mission? Shadow mission is an authentic mission that has been derailed, often in imperceptible ways. Part of what makes the shadow mission so tempting, listen to this carefully, that is usually so closely related to our gifts and passions. It's not 180 degrees off track, it is just 10 degrees off track. John Ortberg goes on to explain, 
A mission is the highest purpose to which God calls us. If we fail to embrace our true mission, we will live out our shadow mission. We will let our lives send around things that are unworthy, selfish and dark. Paul and Silas had the choice to go into Asia and Bithynia and follow the shadow mission. But they wanted to be obedient to God's mission. They wanted to embrace where God wanted them to go. And this morning there are three vital lessons that we discover from this passage. Firstly we notice here. Paul and Silas were not sleeping at home waiting for a vision. Do you realize that? Their motivation was not, we will rest in peace until God awakens us to go in somewhere. Lesson number one, listen to this carefully, we won't know what a closed door is until we keep knocking on doors. We won't know what a closed door is until we keep knocking on doors. Paul and Silas were intentionally reaching out and making a difference for his kingdom. They were traveling through an area of Phrygia and Galatia, which is a reference to the ethnic groups that lived there. They were near the borders of Mysia. Paul and Silas were on the move every day, every moment they were seeking to live out God's mission for their lives. Now what does it mean to knock on doors? In your daily lives. It simply means to do God's work faithfully. To do God's work faithfully. Don't stop serving God because nobody appreciates you. Don't stop following Jesus because somebody forgot to pat you on your back and say well done. Don't stop reaching out and making a difference because your name and picture was not posted publicly on social media. You are called to serve every day with no fanfare, no glory, no stardom. Care group leaders, trek club leaders, I want to thank God for each of you. Some of you have been serving for over 10 years, week after week, month after month, year after year. And during the pandemic, you did not stop. You learned how to operate Zoom, Google Meet and all kinds of online platforms. You got new internet connection for your house. Why did you do that? Because you wanted to keep serving God's work faithfully. You did not wait in a room and say, Lord, I'm waiting for a vision. Then only I'll move out from here. You did not say, Lord, if the pastor calls me personally, then I will attend a care group. I want you to listen to this. You will never know where God doesn't want you to go unless you faithfully go where you're supposed to go. Make sense? A year of giving, the theme for our year, is not about wondering whether it's an option for me to give myself to pray, read the Bible, do ministry, use my gifts for God's kingdom, invest my time in God's kingdom. A year of giving is all about for us deciding then you know what I'm going to faithfully give myself to do what the Bible has already told me to do does that make sense reminded of the story of an elderly woman in Africa she experienced the good news though she was blind she could neither read nor write she wanted to share this newfound faith with others 
she went to the pastor who led her to the lord and asked for a copy of the bible in french when she got it she asked the pastor to underline john 316 in red and mark it to the page so it will be easier for her to find it the pastor wanted to see what she would do and the following day he followed her in the afternoon just before school let out she made her way to the front door of the school as the boys came out when school was dismissed she would stop one boy and ask if he could read french the boy said yes then she would turn to this page and say can you read for me this passage the boy would read the passage and then she would ask him do you know what it means and then tell the student about christ many from that school gave their hearts to jesus over time in fact the pastor said 24 students that the blind lady led to the lord went down to serve the lord keep doing god's work faithfully secondly if you see in this passage paul and silas were running out of options they were going in two different places they didn't know where to go finally they reached the seaport of troas now i want you to understand where this place is greeks and romans typically associate this large city of troas with another close by city called troy troy was the northeast coast of asia minor and listen to this carefully it was a major boundary point between asia and europe even as paul and silas were praying and wondering what next god gave them a unique vision you know what the vision was let's read that sentence again a man let's read it together a man from macedonia in northern greece was standing there pleading with him come over to macedonia and help us god's vision is not for those who are wondering about a vision it is for those who are working for god's mission the vision is interesting it's an interesting vision it's not anything that we would expect to see in a vision it doesn't show paul and silas preaching in a large open air service it doesn't show them doing signs and wonders it doesn't seem large significant or even powerful all that they see in the vision is just one man and the vision had no subtitles by the way there was no subtitles that this man is the president of the country or anything of that sort one seemingly insignificant man it was just a prayer for help cry for help come over to macedonia and help there seems to be no more information in the vision like what we think a vision should have it doesn't say in the vision additional notes to the effect thou shall go to macedonia paul and silas thou shall become great for his kingdom nothing just a man pleading for help lesson 1 we won't know what a closed door is until we keep knocking on doors lesson 2 when god opens doors it's not about you when god opens doors it's not about you it's not about your success or fame you are god's answer to someone else's prayer I want you to listen to me carefully be careful of open doors sometimes when a door open we get excited 
but you know why what's the danger of this open door because in most cases it's the call of the kingdom to be a blessing to the broken world that's why god opens doors not for your personal blessing paul and silas decided to leave to macedonia immediately having concluded that god was calling them to preach the gospel there you know what's the irony the paradox of the 21st century sometimes in these altars sometimes in our care groups we pray a lot when god opens doors for new job promotion transfer college admission we pray a lot as a church family and then the person who gets the job we even the person shares a testimony in church thank god for answered prayer but you know what's the pain of our hearts once we get the new job or get a new college we often make no time for god it's a sad reality that we as pastors are often exposed to we suddenly become too busy for god the god who gave us the job we have suddenly forgotten that god gave us this job to serve him listen to this carefully god opens doors for you so that you can be a blessing not for you to close doors on god and the church the open doors god gave you is to help you make a difference for the kingdom the open doors is for you to listen to the cry of a broken world this week monday tuesday to all the way to saturday if you go outside the doors of our church about 12 noon our church has a feeding program that feeds thousands of poor people If you come at 5:30 a.m. every morning our church feeding teams leave to feed in six villages around Kolkata. But where did the journey start? It started with our founders one day listening to the cry of a broken world. Well, the good news is because of YouTube we have recorded footage of our late founder Halda Bandain talking about the experience. I want you to listen and watch this short footage. During the service one night a beggar came in. He wouldn't even take a seat. And in the middle of Mark's message he screamed out these words, Preacher, feed our bellies. And then tried to tell us that there's a God in heaven that loves us. Mm-hmm. And then a little girl in our first school fainted and Mark said to her when did you eat last darling she said i don't remember oh. and uh, he rushed her to a, a city hospital with two in the bed two under the bed two under the bed yes two under the bed two in the bed lying on the floor and he saw that they didn't care if she lived or died low caste child so he came home and he said i will not only educate these children but i'm going to feed them and medically treat them mm. and that started our compassionate ministries it all starts with listening to the cry of a broken world open doors are dangerous open doors sometimes i'm not sure it's safer to go through closed doors stay where closed doors are taking you but open doors are sometimes very dangerous thirdly it's important not to miss what happens at macedonia 
verse 11 the bible says we boarded a boat at troas and sailed straight across to the island of samothrace and the next day we landed at neapolis from there we reached philippi a major city of the district of macedonia and a roman colony and we stayed there several days if you read act 16 paul and silas time in macedonia is impactful as the good news of the gospel transforms three different individuals lydia an influential businesswoman secondly a demon possessed slave girl thirdly a jailer the good news impacted all sections of the society in, in philippi just as the gospel does today why was i want you to listen to this carefully why was god so keen to close all doors and open that one door to bring paul and silas to macedonia you know why because macedonia was at the border of europe god wanted the good news to enter the continent of europe one small door into macedonia was god's big access into all of europe isn't that amazing i like how one writer puts it in paul's mind this is what the writer says in paul's mind he wanted to reach a few cities in his region but god wanted to give paul a continent to win for jesus christ amen i like how well known scholar craig keener puts it from the beginning this is what he said from the beginning god intended it not only for israel not only for asia not only for the mediterranean roman empire from the beginning god intended a people for his name from among all the nations god who created all peoples also sent a son to redeem members of all peoples paul's dream in macedonia was just one reminder of this come over to macedonia and help us god loves all peoples if we love him we must also love and serve all peoples lesson 1 we won't know what a closed door is until we keep knocking on doors lesson 2 when god opens doors it's not about you finally lesson 3 when god opens a door don't fail to see god's grander mission god is always passionate about his grander mission which he started in the book of genesis when he whispered his mission to abraham's heart in genesis chapter 12 leave your native country your relatives and your fa- father's family go to the land i will show you listen to this carefully all the families on earth will be blessed through you God gave the psalmist in Psalm 67 a glimpse of his grander mission. These are his words. May your ways, let's read it together. May your ways be known throughout the earth. Your saving power among people everywhere. Matthew 28 shows Jesus expressing God's grander mission. Therefore, let's read it together. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations there was a cobbler seated in his cobbler shop and his daily prayer and his reading he was convinced that all the peoples of the world needs christ in fact he made a great leather globe of the world inside his shop and one day in the quietness of his shop 
he heard the call and these are the words of the call if it be the duty of all men to believe the gospel then it be the duty of those who are entrusted with the gospel to endeavor to make it known among all nations and this young cobbler cried out inside his cobbler shop here am i send me william carey saw the open doors and cried for help from india this cobbler in 1793 came to india when he died in 1834 at the age of 73 he had seen the scriptures translated and printed into 40 languages including bengali he had been a college professor founded a college the famous rambur college he was known as the father of modern missions but listen to me this morning as i was preparing what broke my heart is what if this young cobbler did not respond to that call and follow christ through that open door what if carey chose the closed doors of england and did not move out of europe in 1954 god opened a door for a couple to come to kolkata for a six months assignment ministry assignment they heard the voice come over to kolkata and help us six months turned over into over six decades impacting thousands of lives with the good news once again what if mark and halda banden did not respond to that voice we are so blessed to have dr jim long in our midst this morning as a testimony of the journey that started in 1954 in the last several decades every time there was a faith promise sunday and we have one next sunday all of us heard god speaking with a clear call every other call has been different but we've been hearing it decade after decade words like come over to malda and help us come over to garia and help us come over to bihar and help us come over to new town and help us today if there's a growing work in different parts of south bengal east india northeast over the last several decades it's because this church you and i decided that you know what we will go and make a difference like paul and silas we concluded we need to immediately do something so that the good news is preached in the cities and towns what if you and i this church chose not to have a faith promise sunday and chose not to go beyond our church walls god has a grand mission every time god opens doors a mission for a generation to experience the life changing good news of jesus christ and you know what friends every day god is speaking to us just last week one of our students from our bible college was sharing with me her burden for andaman and nicobar islands she's originally from there and she was burdened for the bengali speaking community in those islands her basic cry was pastor we need help there come over and help us one of our care group leaders few years ago was burdened for south kolkata and beyond god placed a burden on her heart to reach out to that area now it's one thing when you have a burden you go there and start a care group in that area it's one thing to go for a prayer walk in that area but you know what god led this couple 
to buy a house in that area and move into that area. The open door of opportunity is for us to pursue God's grander mission. Lesson one, we won't know what a closed door is until we keep knocking on doors. Lesson two, when God opens doors, it's not about you. Lesson three, when God opens a door, don't fail to see God's grander mission. I want us to read that sentence once again in Acts 16. So we decided to leave for Macedonia at once, having concluded that God was calling us to preach the good news there. Listen to that last word. As I conclude, my question is, what is the there God is calling you to go? For most of you, the there is tomorrow morning at your workplace. That's the there. You're already there. For some of you, students in colleges, your there is your college classmates. For some of you, this morning, I want to let you know God is awakening a there beyond your comfort zone. This week, I want us to plead with you on behalf of our senior pastor as we prepare for Faith Promise Sunday next week. As our senior pastor cast the vision for there, I want you to be much in prayer. Are you willing to go where God sends you? Thanks for listening to this message from AG Kolkata. We hope you would stay connected by following us online. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by using at AGC Kolkata. We would love to know how this message has touched your life. Please take a moment to share your story by emailing us at stories at agkolkata.org. Hope you have a great week ahead.